Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance that underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the Move the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer, your host. Hope you're well. Hope you're staying healthy, responding day to day, I suppose, as we all are to the various challenges that working from home or a potential return to the office or the increasing COVID restrictions are throwing at us. And on that subject, I just want to mention a webinar that my company Body Shop Performance are running on the 17th at 11.30. It's called Crisis Recovery. What part does wellbeing play and why does it matter? And it's a one-hour free webinar, very interactive. We always have a bit of fun with this, even though it's a serious topic. And it's aimed at HR directors, HR managers, heads of well-being, heads of people, people associates, HR business partners, those sorts of people. So if that's you or if you know anyone who'd be interested in this, then head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com, and you can sign up for that. Places are limited and we usually are pretty sold out. So we're going to be covering off topics like what is well-being, why is it more important now than ever, how to lead with well-being, uh, and how to put intention or match intention with investment and really do something meaningful in the well-being space. And it can be transformational for employee engagement, for employee retention, uh, for luring and attracting talent into the business. But ultimately, it's a competitive advantage. It's how you can directly deliver back to the bottom line, get the people you want, get the growth, get the reputation and all the other benefits, as well, of course, as being the right thing to do to create happy, healthy and resilient teams. So that is the webinar we're running on the 17th of September. It's 11.30. Sign up for free on the website. Now, I want to talk about something that I do every single day for five, but usually 10 minutes. I will have mentioned it before on previous podcasts, and, and maybe you do this too as a way of relaxing your nervous system, and that is meditation. Now, I think it is an incredibly powerful thing for altering and to a degree controlling your physiological response to things, to control your nervous system, or, or certainly to, to be able to consciously move between two different branches of the nervous system. So as some of you may know, or you may not, the autonomic nervous system within the body has two branches, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. Now, the sympathetic is what we typically think of as fight, flight, freeze. So we are sympathetically driven when we're doing a workout, for example. We're sympathetically driven if we're late for a meeting or chronically stressed or any of those sorts of things. So it can be a positive form of stress, what we call a eustress. Um, and that would be working out, for example. You know, we put our body under physiological stress. We give it adequate opportunity to rest and recover. And then we get the physiological adaptations that we desire. So that's a eustress. Other forms of eustress, or to an extent hormetic stress, would be things like uh, very controlled and limited cold exposure or controlled and limited heat exposure with a sauna, for instance. So they're all examples of eustress. And distress is the stuff that tends to be viewed a bit more negatively like uh, being consistently worried about something or anxious or, or very stressed because you have too much work to do. 
Um, but the human body actually responds very well to to eustress and distress, but also to relaxing. And, and a healthy nervous system will move between the sympathetic and the parasympathetic pretty much all day. And then hopefully when we slip into deep restorative sleep, we are primarily in the parasympathetic state. In fact, we need to be in a parasympathetically driven state in order to get good quality sleep. That's an absolute must. And what I, what I love about meditation is it allows us to, to have a tool to consciously move ourselves from sympathetic to parasympathetic. Breathwork does this as well, by the way, and I tend to combine my meditation sessions with breathwork. Uh, I'll do the two things at the same time. So just very deep breath in and I'll hold before doing a very slow exhalation. And I'll do that whilst I'm meditating, which to me simply means allowing thoughts to come and go. Trying not to dwell upon a thought or allow it to take me off into a little rabbit hole of the mind. Um, But it doesn't always work. Sometimes I'll find myself thinking about the train I need to catch or a job I need to do or my plans for later. But generally, I can then be conscious of that and think, oh, I'm thinking and just let the thoughts come and go. And by the way, this is for everybody. Everybody would benefit from meditation. It's certainly not something that yogis and hippies do. Mark Benioff of Salesforce, the chief executive of Salesforce, Rupert Murdoch, Ariana Huffington, Russell Simmons of Def Jam Records, Padmasri Warrior, the CTO of Cisco Systems, Oprah Winfrey, all attribute a key part of their success to their long-standing 10-year-plus transcendental meditation practice. And uh, if, if Mark Benioff and Rupert Murdoch think meditation works for them, it just goes to show that it's really for any personality type and anyone within an organisation. So if you're listening to this and thinking, well, that's not for me, you know, I, I'm not a yogi. It probably is. I think everyone could benefit from taking 10 minutes out of their day to focus on their breathing and allowing thoughts just to come and go and not dwelling upon them. So that's they're the sort of benefits that I, that I get from it. And there's another as well, which I think is really key, in that meditation or breath work or the two combined really help you to change the emotional soundtrack in your mind. So this is, you know, we all have it, right? We all have chatter in our minds, whether it's negative, why do you do that? What's X going to think about that? You could have done that better. That wasn't good enough. Or it's a more positive chatter. You know, this is great. I'm feeling good. I think I can do that. But either way, we have a narrative going on in our minds. We always have that chatter. And what meditation and breathwork does is it helps you to change that emotional soundtrack, to quieten those thoughts and to think more positively, perhaps. And that that can be really important because how we view an event or stimulus or events in our lives or even us and our place in the world can be very much informed by the soundtrack that's going on in our head. So if we can change that soundtrack, we can change how we view that event, how we view ourselves and our place in the world. And it can be incredibly powerful. When I talk about this in front of uh, organisations, I show a video, which I actually first saw when I did a heart math course. And the video is um, it's actually a one minute video It's cut into two 30-second sections. The first section features somebody getting off a plane and getting into a yellow taxi and driving through New York. And there's people walking out in front of him, waving in front of him. It's chaotic. And the music is very sort of angsty and scratchy and really makes you feel quite stressed and like, whoa, turn this off. And then the second part of the video, um, it's much more relaxing music. And and even though it's the same piece of, of film, 
the way you view it and what's going on in there is completely different. And that's the power of changing your emotional soundtrack. So in terms of timing, I'll do 10 minutes a day, typically at the end of the day. And I use it as a kind of wedge to borrow Scott Carney's expression to drive a wedge between the end of my work day and, uh, and, and chores being completed and the start of my time. So as a time of recording, I'm about to do that meditation. I'm about to drive that wedge in because all the chores have been done. I've tidied up. I've got ready for tomorrow. I'll do the 10 minute meditation and that's me done. I can relax for the rest of the evening. So I find that it's a really nice way of, of creating a marker or a separation. But I'll sometimes do it in the morning and I get really good benefit from that as well. I love to start the day in a meditative state. Uh, and other times I'll just fit it in in the day. But I, I do prefer to do it at the beginning of the end, sort of bookending the day with that kind of meditation. So the way I got started with this a few years ago is I used the Calm app, calm.com. I use the Headspace app, headspace.com. And I've also used the Oak app. Uh, and I now use the Peloton app, which I wouldn't recommend strictly for, for meditation because it's a bit of a sledgehammer to crack a nut. You know, you pay £40 a month and it gives you access to workouts that require the bike, but also running and strength and yoga. So if you do want something like that, I would definitely recommend it. But if all you're going to do is meditate, then certainly you can get a much cheaper app. Or you just meditate until you feel in the state that you want to be in and, and then you stop or you just sit there and you meditate and you have a timer uh, that stops you after five or ten minutes or more. Um, and that's when you would conclude the meditation. So it doesn't need to involve technology. It doesn't need to involve anyone else. It is the most democratically available, powerful way of changing your physiology that I know of, which I know is a strong statement, but it really is. And when I say democratically available, I mean anyone can do it anywhere, anytime. You don't need a coach, a buddy, an app or anything. And you don't need to pay money for it. You can choose to with an app, but you can choose not to. So I hope that's given you some insight into the value I get from breathwork and meditation and perhaps inspired you to give it a try. Hopefully that will be the case because I do believe in its, its many benefits. So that's it from me. Please stay healthy. Enjoy yourselves. But stay healthy, stay resilient, work on your immunity, your fitness and everything else. And as always, I welcome your feedback and I'll talk to you next week. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. So if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.